Shalom, Abrachor, the Masechus Kedushin Daf Yud Gimel. Today's Daf discusses someone with Mekadesh when she didn't know what she was getting at the time and she was just quiet. What does that silence um, do for her Kedushin? Um, what happens if she is Miskadeshes when she's just taking back her own stuff? We discuss being kind of with Karka, with Lesson of Shafaputa. We discuss the Darhamabel versus someone being uh, Asek with Gitzin and Kedushin when he has no place there. We have a Machlek about Shibuda De'oi Raisa or not, and a Misa Sabal, a Raya Makar from Misa Sabal. That, that is Megaresh as a woman. We, begin, we mentioned a story yesterday of a guy who was Mekadesh's wife, Mekadesh's wife, with a mat of reeds, and she thought it wasn't with a Shavapruta, and she realized afterwards that there were four zoos inside of the mat, and she was quiet. So Rava says that since she was silent only after she got the money at the time that she, of the Nasina, she didn't do the Kabbalah, she didn't know that she was getting the money, it's nothing. Now, where does Rava get that from? So we have a Brisa that says, if a man gives a woman a sela, but he gives it to her as a pikodon, and only afterwards says, oh, you know what, that, that pikodon, I want you to be miskandish to me with it. So the psak and the brisa is that if it was at the time that the money was given, then she's mikudashas. If it was afterwards, then she's not mikudashas. Unless she wants it, she ruts it so. so what's considered ruts it so? What's considered wanting it? And now, it doesn't mean... That when she doesn't want it, she says no. Because then in the Reisha, when we say that Kedushin does work, it can't mean that when she says no, it's, it's still a good Kedushin. She refused it. So Elamai, Ratzitzo, when her desire for this Kedushin means that she was quiet, like Ratzitzo means she said no. Do you see that silence, if it was after the Matan Mois, that doesn't count. That's Rav's Makar. In Pumna Nahara, they asked in the name of Rav Huna Bereder of Yeshua, how could you compare these two cases when you're talking about when he gives her a pikodon versus when he gives her the mat with the money inside? When he gives her the pikodon, she was thinking, oh, well, hey, I can't reject this pikodon because if I take it and throw it on the ground and break it, I'm hive. I'm, I'm in charge of this pikodon. He's entrusting me with it. But over here, by Kedushin with the mat, or with the, with, when she finds the money, she could just throw it on the ground. She has no achrayas on it. And the fact that she didn't, that should be an admission that she is accepting it. It's a different form of silence. By Pekodin, there was a reason why she was silent. But if Achoy defends the comparison, he says, not every woman knows every halacha. There's a big sugya whether women are chayv and learning Torah. The Ramah says the woman make a brecha, a brocha al ha Torah. The Magen Abram says that that's right because they're chayv to learn whatever Torah pertains to them. Vilna Goyen writes that it's a mitzvah on his man grama. Rav Chaim says it's a brocha on a chiv to shal Torah, just coming in contact with the rotzen Hashem that requires a brocha. Since women aren't bekiim in every halacha. So this woman also, she thinks that even though she's not uh, in the, she's not to guard this pikadin, it's not a pikadin, it's just a map, but she's all thinking that, oh, if I break it, then I'll be chayiv to pay back. Next, Rav Achabar Rav asks Ravino, Lamaisa, what's the halacha here? So he responds, I never heard this halacha from Avunabari Rav Yeshua, but you did, so you should be chayishesh that 
this woman should receive a get lechomra because maybe her shtika did make it a valid condition. Next, the Gemara tells us the story of a woman who is selling ribbons and this man comes along and steals some from her. She says, hey, give it back. He says, sure, but I'll give it back to you and it'll, it'll be Kiddushin. She takes it and she's quiet. Is that a good Kiddushin? Rabbi Nachman says, she can say, I didn't take anything from you. I took my own stuff. No Kiddushin. So now Rava asks Rabbi Nachman, what happens if uh, we learned we're going to learn in Nimbez Medalev, the Sutisefting Kedushin, that says that if someone is Makadesh, a woman with something stolen, or a forced seal, you know, grabs it and throws some money at him, or with Geneva, right? Gezel, Geneva, or he grabs a seller from her and his Makadesh her with it, we learned that that is a valid Kedushin. I, well, I hear about the ribbons, you're saying it's not. So the Gemara answer is, that price was talking about where they already had uh, Shaduchim set up beforehand. They already were going to get married. And, uh, I mean, he wasn't behaving very nicely, but there was already an undercurrent of a condition, so it, it did take effect, even though it was hers. Who says that there should be a difference when there was Shaduchim beforehand or not? Shaduchim is when they were previously discussed the finances of the marriage. They discussed that she wanted to marry him. Who says that should make a difference? The Bryce tells us that if a man tells a woman, you know that seller that I owe you? I want to pay you back with it and be Mikhadesh you with it. So the Bryce says that if at the time when he gives her back her seller, she wants to be Mikhadesh, then it works. If she doesn't, then it's not. But if, it, if it's only after he gives her the money, then even if she wants it to be Mikodesh, it will not take effect. What's considered wanting it? What's considered Ratzisa? It's not, it can't be that she defiantly says, no, I don't want to accept it, that because maybe, 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 in, maybe when saying no means she doesn't want it. Saying yes means she does want it. But if she was quiet, it would be a, a good Kedushin. Why would it be effective if, if she said nothing? Rather, wanting it means she says, yes, I'll take it. And not wanting it means silence. It doesn't mean that she has to say no. And we Paskin, the Bryce says, that silence means it's not a good Kiddushin. So again, we're trying to figure out that Shidduchim should make a difference. Why would silence not work? Because she can say, I'm just taking back my own stuff. Right? It's her own seller that she's owed. I, how come it was a good Kedushin when he was Makadashir with the Gazelle, the Gzela, with the Hamas? Over there, they must have had Shidduchim beforehand, which made all the difference. Next, the Gemara tells us that when Asi passed away, the Rabbonon gathered together to write up a Kuntras, put together all of his Tyra. So one of the Rabbonon, his name was Rav Yaakov, he said that I heard from Rav Yossi, that Rav Mani Paskin, that just like a woman cannot be Nikness with less than a Shava Pruta, one cannot be Koine Karka either with less than a Shava Pruta. They said, wait, is that true? We have a Brisa that says, let's fact check it. Woman can't be in Nikhnis with less than a Shavapruta, but Karka can be kind of with less than Shavapruta. So, why are you saying that Karka cannot? So he answered, no, no, no. The, 
a woman can't be kind of with less than Shavabruta. Karka can be kind of with less than Shavabruta if you're using Kingin Chalipin. Right? There's an, a, another bright that tells us that you can be kind of a Kli even, uh, kind of with a Kli, right? Give the Karka owner a Kli, even though the Kli is worth less than a Shavabruta, that's a valid form of Kedushin. Okay, they continued writing their countries in chapter 2. And they brought from Ravasi that uh, Rav Yehuda Mashmuel says, if anybody doesn't know the Tiv of Gitan and Kedushin, he doesn't know the halachas well, he should have nothing to do with them. Ravasi Amar Rav says, in fact, it's even worse than what the Dor HaMabal affected. The Pasuk says, by the Dor they were doing all these terrible things and neos and promiscuity. And Abiyasif explains that they were having children with their friends' wives. Avera on top of Avera. And the Pasuk says, okay, what were the effects of that? Tovala Oretz, the Umlal, Kobyesh, Rebo, the Bokhis Hasode, Wafashmaim, the Gam, Doge, Hayomio, Seifu, even the, the fish were affected. Now this wasn't the Daramabal. This is coming from Neof, from the promiscuity, which can be caused by someone who doesn't know the Tiv Gitin and Kedushin. But the Daramabal, the Gezeira, wasn't on the fish. It was just whatever was on land. The fish stuck around the Teva, they survived. So you see that Neof, which is caused by people who don't know Gitin and Kedushin, Affects negatively even more than the Dharmabal. The Gemara says, wait, maybe all, all the terrible effects listed in this Pasuk are only Neof plus the Kichesh Ritzeach and the Geneva, the murder. Who says that Neof itself can cause such bad effects even to the fish? The Gemara says, the Pasuk, we have another Pasuk, Allah of Law Aretz. Do you see that Allah? Is its own thing. It's the Allah, the Chichesh. Okay, but maybe Allah is separate, but in order for it have, to have these terrible effects, you need all the other ones put together. The Gemara says, there's no Vod saying, Upartu. It says, Vigona Vanoya, but then it says, Parotu Vidomim. Since there's no Vod by Partu, you see that they're not connected. There's no Vod Achibor. In the next chapter of the Kuntus from Asi, they brought a Mishnah that says that if a woman brings her cupboard chatos after giving birth, but then she dies before bringing her ayla, her yorshim should bring her ayla. And Rabbi Yehuda Mashmal says that's only if she set it aside, set aside her cupboard during her life. But if she didn't, she is not that the, the yorshim are not chayv to bring that cupboard ayla, because Rabbi Yehuda Mashmal clearly holds that shibuda, a lean, something which is owed. Mechuyiv to is not Dairaisa. But Rav Asi Amravichanan disagrees and he says that even if she did not set it aside in her lifetime, the Yershim should still bring it because they hold that she Buddha is Dairaisa. The Gemara asks, hold on, this is an old Machoikas. Rav and Shmuel, they say that a Milva Alpeh. Someone who loans without a contract. You cannot collect that loan from the Yershin or from the Lekuchas. And Rebbe and Rishlokas say that a Milva 
Alpe, you can connect, collect from the ocean, Bain. Or from the Leku Chais. So this is also Machlekes, whether Shibudo is the Raisa or not. But the Gemara answers. And we need both of these cases. It's not the exact same Machlekes. Because if I had only said the case by, Sh- by Shmuel, by Rav and Shmuel, maybe that was only... Because it's not a carbon that the Torah was Machayev. You went and decided to borrow money. So you're chayev to pay it back. There, it's a it's a shibuda deraisa. But by the carbon, maybe he would agree. Oh, if I care, you wouldn't collect it from the yarshim because it's not something min ha But but maybe he would agree that when a carbon is something that from the rabbinic oilum that the woman is chayev in a carbon oil, that even the yarshim would be chayev would be shibuda deraisa. And according to Eshlakish, exactly the opposite. He says that you can collect it no matter what, even a milva Maybe Rabbi Yochanan only holds that if it's a korban, it's, a, it's a, something which is old menatayr. It's like you have a star, even though it was verbal. But maybe he would agree with Shmuel. In the other case, therefore, we have both the case of the korban from the ocean and the loan milva from the ocean. Papa says that the halacha lemaise is. At a milval pair, a verbal contract, you can collect from the ocean, but not from the lakuchos. Collecting from the ocean is a shibudu de raisa. You're not going to be able to collect from the lakuchos because there's no coal there. And uh, the, 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 the lakuchos, they lost out for themselves. Even though there is a shibudu de raisa, but they're born made at for the Lekeach that didn't know. Now, back to our Mishnah, we said that a woman, we know, can be Nicknes with Kesef Star and Bio, but she can be cleaner herself with Get and Misa's Habal. So the Gemara says, Get makes sense. The Pasuk says, We have a Makar because of Law's Safer Kritzas. We know that she can be Nicknes with it, with it Get. But how do we know that she can be Nicknes with Misa's Habal? And fascinatingly, the Gemara brings four different attempts to try to bring a makar that a woman whose wife dies, a widow, is allowed to remarry. The first one is Asvara. The husband was the one that asked her to everyone. And him, him dying will allow her to marry everyone. But the Gemara says, what about Arias? Arias are usher to her. And they don't matter her. So if you're just trying to plug in Svara, we have Asvara back, right back at you. So we have a second uh, uh, understanding. Why is Mrs. Abel matter her? Because the Torah says that a Yevoma who doesn't have children is not allowed to marry anybody besides for the other, right? But if she did have children, then she's allowed to marry anybody. Gamar says, wait, who says that that's a, a, a... The way the train of logic goes, maybe, if she didn't have any children, she'll be ushered to... Everyone, right, except for the Yavon. And if she did have children, not only is she ushered to the Yavon, to the brother-in-laws, she would also be ushered to everybody. Who says Misa Sabal is a matter? The third understanding we have is from the fact that the Torah says that Almono is not allowed to marry a Kohen Godol. Mashma that she is allowed to marry a Kohen Hedjot or anybody else. The Gemara says, well, who says? Maybe that marrying a Kohen Godol is a love, but marrying the rest of the world, 
So be over in Asay? Well, what Asay? Where, where do you get an Asay from? Well, meaning if she is mutter, she should be 100% mutter. If she's Asr, she should be 100% Asr. If Misa's about Matazer, she should be allowed to marry anybody. Why should there be an Isra Asay? Where do you get that from? The Gemara says, well, why not? Maybe when the husband dies, she's left with an Isra Asay to marry anybody. Just like we have by Psulei Hamukdash, and we have a source for this. When something which is hectic, an animal becomes possible. So while it's perfectly good, you have an Isra Me'ila, and you're not allowed to benefit from its shearings, you're not allowed to work it. But once it loses its status as hectic, it's a... Uh, now, you don't have an Isra Me'ila, but the, the, the Isra of the Giza and the Avoida remains. So it could be that she still has an Isra of marrying anybody, even though her husband died. So the Gemara comes up with the fourth Makar from the fact that the Pasuk says, Pen If a man dies in war, and another man will marry her. That tells us that a widow is allowed to remarry. Rav Shesha says, oh, maybe that's only referring to the Yavam. Maybe the Ishacher is the Yavam will remarry her, but nobody else. Rav Ashi says, I have two answers. First of all, Yavam is not called an Acher. He's not some random guy. He's the Yavam. And second of all, the Pasuk says, V'son ho'isho acharoin v'chaz avla sever krisos o'kiyom ho'isho acharoin. That Pasuk is putting together Gerushin, a get, and Misa, just like a get fully and entirely, 100% allows this woman to remarry. So too, this Pasuk tells us that the Misa of her husband will also allow her 100% to remarry. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.